From Pokemon music now to Turkey, strangely enough, where Kurdish culture is having something of a renaissance. Laws banning Kurdish culture and language and culture have been removed from the books, and there are even efforts to broker a peace between Kurdish militants and the Turkish government. So public expressions of Kurdish culture are not only legal, but in some regions, they're officially supported, too. In the main Kurdish city of southeast Turkey, officials have opened a cultural center for traditional Kurdish storytellers to practice their ancient art. From Diyarbakir, Matthew Brunwasser reports. Somewhere at some point, a woman longed for a man named Sinan. At the Dengbesh house in Diyarbakir, a master Dengbesh, or storyteller, sings a tale from the collective memory of the Kurdish people. A dozen storytellers, mostly elderly men, sit in the courtyard of a beautifully restored 19th century stone house. Most of the men come every day. They sit and chat and share songs with each other and any visitors who might be here. Sayyid Han Boyajü says in the old days, it was very prestigious to be a Dengbesh. When a Dengbesh went to a village, people would gather and welcome him like a holy man. When I went to a village, I would be given dinner and I would start singing and not stop until the morning. <laughs> Dengbesh use no musical accompaniment, and they never use any written materials. Mateen Ozjelik is the supervisor of the Dengbesh house. He says the stories are often about love and conflicts, wars and rebellions. And the story can continue one hour, sometimes two hours, sometimes three hours. So to be a Dengbesh, uh, you should have got a very good memory. You should know Kurdish language very good. It should affect uh, it's not just story, it's a kind of poem. The words is very effective. When they describe a mountain, you feel the mountains. When they tell a story about the girl, you suddenly uh, find yourself with a love with this girl. And it is very important for a Dengbesh to tell the story with a poetic way. The Turkish government banned Kurdish until 10 years ago, making it very dangerous to be a Dengbesh. Mehmet Gyuli was arrested after an informer told the police that he was a Kurdish storyteller. They checked my car stereo, Gyuli says. They found a cassette and played it. It was in Kurdish. The policemen arrested me, blindfolded me, put me in handcuffs and took me to the basement of a police station. Gyuli says he was tortured at the station. He says he wasn't an activist then. But after the incident, he says he was more determined than ever to keep up the storytelling tradition. The government tried to kill the Kurdish language and culture and to make us all Turks, Yuli says. But the Dengbesh didn't allow this to happen. 
if we didn't preserve the memory of all the brutality, killing and pressure against the Kurdish people, it would be forgotten. These days, few young people come to learn from the masters. One who does is Jafere Farkina. He's 22 and perhaps the most famous. This is a recording from a public performance. Organizers hope the Dengbesh House helps the ancient tradition develop, as well as promote it through tourism publishing and recording. The latest project is a new song about the execution-style murder in January of three Kurdish women activists in Paris. For The World, I'm Matthew Brunwasser, Diyarbakir, Turkey. You can see where the epic songs of Kurdish culture are now freely expressed. We have a slideshow all about the Dengbesh House at theworld.org.